From Amroth to Ambleston for Pembrokeshire. From Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. Pure West Radio News. I'm Charlie James and here's the latest for Pembrokeshire. How well are University Health Board has provided a statement on its position with staff absences across the board impacting on care provision. The statement has said our staff are working tirelessly each day in the face of unparalleled pressures and challenge. They continue to go above and beyond to prioritise the care and treatment of urgent and emergency patients. Unfortunately, we can confirm that the current wave of COVID-19 infections is beginning to have a serious negative impact with significantly higher than usual staff absences across hospitals, community services and primary care, including GPs. The Health Board are also reminding people that if you need to come into hospital at any time, you must carry out a lateral flow test at home and have a negative result from that test prior to coming to the hospital. You must wear a mask, ensure you maintain a two metres distance from each other and wash your hands regularly. Mobile phone users are being urged to check if they face extra fees in the new year as roaming charges return to some networks in January. Two of the UK's biggest networks, EE and Vodafone, are reintroducing roaming charges for customers travelling to Europe from next month, with three also set to reintroduce them in May 2022. From January 1st, customers who joined or upgraded with EE after July 7th, 2021, will face a £2 daily charge for using their data, making calls or sending text messages in EU countries. The same fee will apply to Vodafone customers who joined the network after August 11th, 2021 or upgraded or renewed their contract. Ernest Doku, mobiles expert at Uswitch, has said if you're an existing customer of EE, Vodafone or 3, check your contract to see whether these charges apply to you. If you signed up prior to these specific dates, you should be safe. According to the latest figures, there have been more than a 1,000 cases of coronavirus in the three counties. Figures released by Public Health Wales on January 2nd for the 24-hour period up until December 31st. The most recent data available showed 569 cases in Carmarthenshire, 179 in Ceredigion and 299 in Pembrokeshire. A teachers' union has called for schools in Wales to be given extra protections against coronavirus-related disruption in the new term. The union says teachers in Wales desperately want to provide face-to-face learning for all pupils and avoid further disturbances to exam plans. On Friday, the Welsh Government announced its new COVID guidance for schools for when teaching resumes. But the union fears the Omicron variant of the virus, which has spread across Wales in recent weeks, could further problems for schools this term, with many teachers needing to self isolate if they get infected. Neil Butler, the national officer for the union, has said we continue to keep the situation under review as new evidence and information becomes available and are working closely with our key partners, including trade unions and local authorities. All staff and secondary age learners are strongly encouraged to test three times a week and schools can order tests direct on a weekly basis. Schools are also able to access the hardship fund via their local authority to cover the costs of a range of COVID-related issues including cover for staff absences. I'm Charlie James and that's the latest for Pembrokeshire.
January 2022. I'm Ben Stone. Welcome to Pure West Sport with Pembrokeshire Properties.
Get more for your money at OC Davis Roundabout Garage, Nayland, the MG dealer for Pembrokeshire. Adventure awaits for across the MG range, including the MG HS, the new MG ZS and MG3. Feel the power of electric motoring with zero advance payment on the mobility scheme. And as a thank you to our key workers, you can enjoy a contribution of up to £8,500. Don't forget, all new MGs come with a seven-year warranty as standard. For more information, go online to www.ocdavis.com or call 01646 600858. Ah, enemy ahead. Fire. Where? I can't see them. Right there. Fire. Oh, man, you missed again. You need to get your eyes tested. Nah, mate. I ain't got the cash for that. You're in college. You can get an eye test for free. Really? From where? I'm with Mags Optics. They're in the Riverside Arcade in Halford West. Sick. I'll check it out. Eye tests are free for children under 16 and those aged 16 to 18 who are in full-time education. Glasses up to £85 are free for students aged 18 and under with an NHS voucher. Call Paul, Tina and the team on 01437 767744 or go to magsoptics.co.uk to book an appointment. Mags Optics are the proud sponsors of the gaming show on Pure West Radio. <laughs> Loch Farm Ice Cream. Handmade delicious ice cream using the milk of their 350 free-range cows right here from their Pembrokeshire family farm. Come and try the extensive range of flavours which include traditional banana, blackberry, chocolate, coffee, ginger, lemon, Pembrokeshire honey, Pembrokeshire salted caramel, raspberry truffle, pistachio, strawberry and many more at their newly opened shop on the Riverside, Haverford West. They offer a range of sizes from small tubs and cones to eat on the go or insulated takeaway tubs for you to enjoy at your own pleasure. Loch Farm Ice Cream.
founder and part-time lover on Pure West Sport. I'm Ben Stone. We are here with Pembrokeshire Properties, myself, Gordon Thomas and Fraser Watson on a Monday evening. Our guests after eight will be the chairman of Haverford West County, Rob Edwards, and his new manager, Nicky Hayen, appointed as first team manager and technical director of Haverford West County. We have an exclusive interview coming up for you after eight o'clock on the show. But let's hear from Fraser now, speaking to someone uh, who we speak to quite often on the programme. As we reflect on the fact that we have had a Christmas and New Year period where sport hasn't been able to be played because of the COVID restrictions. Well, it's been disrupted calendar for sport in Pembrokeshire over the Christmas period for, for obvious reasons. And, and one event that was sorely missed was, of course, the Bishop Cup again, annually played between Halford West and Langham. And that was due to be played at Halford West this year. And, and joined now by, by Richard Scriven of Langham. Firstly, Scriven, Happy New Year to you. And, and a bit of disappointment again, wasn't there, for everyone on Boxing Day? Yeah, Happy New Year to all. Yeah, it was... Uh... Bitly disappointing at such a late stage after call a game off mutually between both the clubs. I mean, in, in theory, obviously it could have gone ahead, but um, you know, with, with the crowd and what that occasion is all about, I'm assuming it was the rule of fifty, which obviously scuppered things. Yeah, well, to, to be fair, when we actually cancelled it, it was given as that there was no spectators. Then they changed the rule again two or three days after. But I think both clubs, although it's a, a league game and it's an annual fixture that everyone looks forward to. I think both clubs realise now that it's as much about the day for the clubs involved as as the game itself. So it would have taken a lot of uh, sort of uh, money out of the coffers for both clubs during the day. Sure, and on that note, and I'm guessing it's obviously not just Langham Rugby Club who will be feeling this at the moment, but what effect has this had on over Christmas? Would you have been able to open the club as normal for things like New Year or has it financially been a hit for clubs as well, do you think? Yeah, it's been a, it's been a big hit because obviously um, the way breweries and stuff run, you have to all your beer in and everything ready. And we normally, although the game was in half of the rest this year, we have a we usually have a good day down in Langham as well before sure. and after the game. Sure. So we'd actually ordered basically all the beer for that, and there was a, a couple of other things that were cancelled last minute as well then, because to be honest with the rules whether it's 30 or 70 we can have socially distanced in Langham nobody seems to be able to nail what exactly we were allowed <laughs> uh, no, I know that's half the problem here. now what is the current situation with the W have they been in dialogue with clubs because obviously we, we still await to see if restrictions are going to be furthered or, or even enhanced in the next couple of weeks but have you, have you been given any kind of indication of if the seasonal pick back up in January or not uh, nothing at all to be honest uh, I spoke to uh, Rod Chamberlain from Nayland yesterday because we're supposed to be playing them now on the 8th mm. to see if they heard anything but it's basically very well no confirmation or anything from the West Union whatsoever at all so um, I think it's being sort of left to the clubs to whether they get on with it and just play with the 50 supporters well, we hope it's a situation that clears up soon as sort, of course, with a lot of uncertainty around at the moment and lack of communication maybe doesn't help. But on a brighter note, Chris, we have a depressing chat here. We have managed to get another full cricket season involved in 2021. I know you've a big influence on the Pembroke County Cricket Club Committee there. With the introduction of win-lose cricket and everything, were you pleased with how that went last year? Yeah, I think it went great for everybody, 
to be honest. Uh, some of the conversations that have been around, everybody seems pleased with it. Like you said, we managed to get the whole season played, all the cup finals played, more or less on the dates they were meant to. The Ali Davis sure. Sunday was a great add-on to the season. So I think everyone enjoyed this season. And last we managed to get everything played and done and dusted and all, all the time. Did you sense a bit of revitalised interest last year with what went on the year before and people maybe missing out on a full season? And, and obviously there was uncertainty really right until the 11th hour with the, whether we'd, when we'd get going last season as well, wasn't it? I think we had to rearrange the first couple of fixtures with, with you of that. Did, do you think, in a way, inadvertently, that the gap that people had may even have helped? Yeah, it may have. I know there was a lot of people playing last year because they'd sort of been locked down for hmm. almost a season and a half of all sports so it, it did seem to generate a lot more interest that way the teams there didn't seem to be as many teams struggling to fulfil their fixtures right down to all the leagues which is great because it's normally the sort of fourth and fifth division teams that uh, struggle a little bit more once you down to the sort of thirds and fourth teams but everybody seemed to get most of the season played and without that much of a struggle Sure and, and now we, we look ahead to 2022 obviously the the AGM, I think, is due in February. We may, <laughs> may have to reconsider that as well, depending on what rules are. But let's not think about that yet. But I guess you guys now um, are having meetings and all systems are in place to go again this year. Yeah, everything's in place. Um, I think I received the AGM notification in the last couple of days through the post. So everything's in place. And like you said, it's, it, a lot depends on what we get back from the, the Welsh Government on how many people can be at a venue and how many people can actually attend virtually or whatever, but hopefully by uh, February things have, will have sorted themselves out again and we can just get on with it as it's meant to be. Uh, we like to think so, don't we? Well, thank you for your time, Chris, and we hope it clears up with, with the rugby situation and you do play Nayland on the 8th, but we'll, um, we'll wait and see on that. But but thanks again for your time and well done for all your work you've done in, in both rugby and cricket circles this year. OK, thanks, Ray. No problem. Thank no problem. you. Richard Scriven, a very welcome guest on Pure West Sport, speaking there to Fraser Watson. I'm Ben Stone. We are here this Bank Holiday Monday with Pembrokeshire Properties.
will stop. featuring David Byrne and Lazy on Pure West Sport. I'm Ben Stone. We're here with Pembrokeshire Properties. Uh, we will have to reflect a bit later on today, I think, on our Ashes predictions. I think Gordon Thomas predicted the whitewash, didn't he? England are 3-0 down going into the fourth test in Sydney. Skipper Joe Root saying today that England have the opportunity to stand up in adversity amid their Ashes defeat and also some serious issues around COVID cases. Head coach Chris Silverwood is one of a number of staff in isolation and coaching reinforcements, including the former England One Day captain Adam Hollyoak, who was due to work with the players. He's been withdrawn because of COVID. They've lost some net bowlers as well. At Silverwood, pace bowling coach John Lewis, spin bowling coach Jeetan Patel and strength and condition, conditioning coach uh, Darren Vanessa all absent as England prepare for this fourth test, looking just to get some pride back after what has been a, a really, really difficult Ashes tour. We'll have a bit more on that after eight and also your thoughts on where England go after that. But let's hear now some more from Fraser Watson speaking to Kenny Davis, always really passionate and thoughtful about rugby in Pembrokeshire. OK, well, there hasn't been much sport in Pembrokeshire over the festive period, but there has been some youth rugby, thankfully, and a couple of cracking semi-finals, actually, in the Griffiths Cup, both in the main and the plate competition. Delighted now to be joined by a, re- a regular listener, actually, and, and, and guest of this show, and that's Kenny Davis, youth rugby organiser in Pembrokeshire. Kenny, firstly, we'll start with the Griffiths Cup. Two cracking games there with, with Crimea and Narbeth just coming through with wins, wasn't there? Oh, you know, it was... I was delighted, obviously, to watch both games, and I was delighted with the game. Both games are highly competitive, and really, the results of both games, you know, was up for grabs into the last minute. And, uh, I, you know, I'd like to thank all the coaches involved in the game, because all both games are playing their spirit, and, you know, it's not difficult, a big prize, and sometimes motion can take over. Sure. But it was great, you know, and obviously the boys who who've played, taken part in the games, you know, to experience, and they can't buy that anything in Pembroke at the moment. We need that. We need more of that. We can, you know. Absolutely, couldn't agree more. And of course, the plate competition as well has given a new lease of life, maybe for some of the you know lesser teams who want a better word in the competition. We've got Langham and Nayland now. We've got a final play for some silverware. That's great for them as well, isn't it? Oh, exactly. Look, we, the, the form of the competition at the start of it, we had to tweak a few times because of the times we're living in. Yes. But I really do believe if we hadn't tweaked it, teams like Langham and Nayland and Tim, we would have fiddled. But in the semi-finals, they are big squads. So, you know, looking forward to the, the youth and the 18 league, which we started in January, you know, everybody plays each other once. I really do hope we can complete that on all these sides, you know, um, play all their games and that will be a test where we are really you know because we just need rugby for these guys this age at the moment we're desperate for it absolutely and obviously that the finals for, for both the cup and the plate were a double header i believe at nade and due on, on january the 8th now you just want to give an update to maybe people listening as to why that won't be happening now and what the plan is moving forward with it uh, well the, the 
main reason why we can't play there. Obviously, with the current uh, government guidelines, it's just, mm. everybody, everybody knows it's 50. And, um, you know, in particular, Nayland Langham, Nayland at home, Langham down the road, you know, half of that, that um, council area was probably there. Everybody wanted to watch that game. So, and it's a big game for the base. So, but the last thing we want to do is restrict it in any way so people can't get there. So, oh. obviously, we're going to postpone it, play it as soon as we can, but we're going to postpone it to make sure that the maximum amount of people can watch it and the players get the maximum out of it. Because, you know, these signings don't come along very often, as you know, in any kind of sport. Sure. Whatever it is. So when they do come along, yes, the game's important, but the whole build-up, the game itself, and what you do afterwards with your family and friends and the photos, you'll have them for, you know, you'll have them for life. And it's, we, you know, we need to realise in rugby that there's more to it than just the game itself. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 I was just going to come on to that now, actually, um, in terms of rugby and crowds. Obviously, there are these certain restrictions in Wales at the moment. Moving forward now for the Youth League for the rest of the season, are you feeling confident about what's going on or is there an air of uncertainty about it all just because of what's going on at the moment? Honestly, I'm not more confident I am now than I was um, same as probably October. You right. Know? I was thinking, because I have to take my hat off for all the youth coaches. Now, you know, you know, it's sometimes easy to be a coach of a, of a, of a, of a strong side. Yes. But that's not been the question this year. I know the Nablet boys, the Krimich boys, the Whitland boys, and even the Fishguard boys. You know, they've, you know, they've been saying, look, we've got 10, 12 boys, and, and you know, and to be fair to them, we've got the game on, which if we've got 12, we play. And, you know, sometimes we had to call a game off on Friday night just because of simple cases of COVID, yeah. which, you know, decimated teams, and it seemed to go round the county, so one week it was in one place, and next week it was. So it was hard work, and you know, like most sports, I think we just got to be really flexible. And, I, and look, in a way, I might think it might be a good thing long term for us. I think we will be more flexible in rugby. And we're not going to be, and I know, you know, the WRC trying to bring things out to play maybe Fridays, Sundays, and things like that. But I think, really do believe that is the way forward, especially for youth rugby, because the youngsters now, if they work on the weekend, you know, when I was uh, 16, 17, if I had enough money for a pint, I was happy. But yes. days, it seemed to have to pay for your mobile phones and things like that. You know, so <laughs> Times have changed, yeah. A bit, you know, so just show my age a bit there as well. Think, <laughs> you know. But it's changing, and we'll have to be flexible, and I think we'll change again in the next five years. But I think senior rugby could look at, you know, one fixture and then split the leagues, because all the uh, semi-finals have been, I, mean, I was lucky enough to see all of them, and yeah. all of them were competitive, and I think the biggest margin was eight points. Oh, that, that, that. In all four games. So that. it just shows you, you know, we, we got it right, but I think, you know, when you are put in into a competition where you are surrounded by people of the same ability, the competition and the games are a lot better. Nobody wants to see a 15 in there. Nobody gains out of it. No. Players don't game out of you know, and, and, and if you win 15 in, you get bad habits, you know. But the four semi-finals were a credit to everybody involved. Sure, and, and is this maybe something, as my last question now, that not just junior size, maybe, like you just said there, senior rugby can take heed of now in the next couple of years and, and look at some kind of format like that. Because it has it has been a problem, hasn't it, last few years? There's no denying that teams not wanting to travel for, for heavy defeats, numbers dropping off because of it, boys not being keen. Do you think that's maybe a model that we can we can at least consider in senior rugby as well as youth? Oh, I, 
a hundred percent. If you asked me four or five years ago, I would have said no. But now, you know, the way things are moving, and Pembrokeshire, you know, you know, you know, I know maybe Navas, you know, they wouldn't want it. But the rest of the teams, I can't see why you play each other once and then the top six, if you're twelve leagues, the top six play, play each other again, the bottom six play. So you know, four clubs who are struggling. You know, they've got someone to play for. They're not getting 50 points, 60 points. They're not travelling all the way up to lap places I guess to get a 50 points. It's, it's ridiculous. I don't... And let's be honest. You know, the, the crowds for these semi-finals have been good. And, yeah. you know, I think people... You know, myself, you know, I, I, I want to see local players. And I want to see local boys playing for local clubs. Sure. And a majority of people in Pembershire, I think, feel the same. Yeah. So crowds would go. We would get bit of banter back and all that and hopefully you know treasurers might look at it because in the end of the day when he talks Absolutely. Well, well, thank you very much, Ken, for your input. A fascinating chat there. I'm glad to see that the Griffiths Cup has, has gone so well. And, and we hope to, to maybe catch you down nail in the future where we can have a good day and, and a couple of finals. And most importantly, as you mentioned there, a big crowd as well, isn't it? Oh, I've got no doubt. With Nayland playing Langham and Timmy playing uh, Narbeth, hey, there's always going to be a crowd. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, no. The weather, uh, it'll be great. Nayland pitch is always uh, in a terrific condition, so there's, you know, there's no reason why we can't. Please, some clock cracking close results like we've seen the last couple of weeks for, for people watching not the players mind and yes yes and, and, and no love lost with a few parents there let alone players with those teams so there should be big occasions oh, of course it is hey thank you very much for your time Ken great chatting to you Excellent stuff. That's Kenny Davis uh, speaking to Fraser Watson. And he always has uh, really clear and passionate views about rugby in Pembrokeshire, especially at at junior levels. We'll speak more about that uh, with Fraser and Gordon on the show after eight. And I think it could be a topic we revisit as well uh, with so many difficult decisions to be taken at the moment as COVID restrictions remain in place across Wales. Uh, We'll get Fraser and Gordon's thoughts after eight o'clock and as always videos on the pure west radio facebook page i'm going to let you know why we are encouraging people to take 10,000 steps this january our very own tom dyer is really pushing that and taking part in it we'll talk to tom about that after eight as well and how you can get involved it's monday evening welcome to our first show of 2022 with pembrokeshire properties it's pure west sport Car trouble again? At OC Davis Roundabout Garage Nayland, we like to keep it simple. Offering you service plans from just under £10 a month. From affordable used cars, not to mention nil advance payment on the mobility scheme. You can guarantee you'll get more for your money. Put the pedal to the metal and get the most out of your motor. Call 01646 600858 or go online to ocdavis.com. The Valero Community Update on Pure West Radio keeps you updated with the various projects Valero are supporting in Pembrokeshire. From sports clubs, schools, charities and musicians to members of staff from Valero who volunteer their time. We hear about the latest community projects Valero do to support our community on the first Wednesday of every month at 10.15am only on Pure West Radio. If you miss it, catch up on the podcast at purewestradio.com. The Valero Community Update. At KO Carpets, you know quality is assured. We've been your local family-run business for over 40 years. We're widely recognized as Pembrokes' leading supplier of domestic and contract flooring. 
We provide full end-to-end -end service, free measures and estimates, free delivery and free fitting by our professional team of highly skilled fitters. Come and see us at Vine Road, Johnston, or drop us an email, sales at kocarpets.com. We're a knockout at flooring. Have you seen that change for life? It's all about small changes we can all make to be healthier, like trying to cut back fat. There can be a lot of hidden fat in our food, so for starters we just need to check labels and go for low-fat options. Simple. And take a bacon butty. That can be made healthier just by trimming the fat and grilling it rather than frying. Easy. That way we're cutting fat and reducing the risk of heart disease or stroke. It's easy to be food smart. For more ideas to help you and your family cut back fat, search Change for Life online. Job Finder on Pure West Radio. If you've got staffing issues, we can help. Get the staff you deserve to help your business succeed. The Pure West Radio Job Finder. Pembrokeshire College has an exciting opportunity for a work-based learning contract and compliance manager to manage the work-based learning management information team. For more information or to apply, visit purewestradio.com forward slash job finder. The Pure West Radio Job Finder, with 25,000 hits a month, 10,000 plus app downloads, and more than 33,500 followers on Facebook. The Pure West Radio Job Finder, for Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire. Job Finder. Download the Pure West Radio mobile app from the App Store or Google Play. I won't waste your high, don't waste mine. If you want my trust, then take your time, your time. Late in the evening, I want you. I do what I got to to feel you in me. I already told you to hold me. I already told you. My heart goes. La di da da di da. La di da da di da. La di da da di da.
Monday evening and it's Pure West Sports with Pembrokeshire Properties. Really good to have your company. We are proud supporters of Haverford West County. All the latest news from the Oggy Bridge Meadow Stadium here on Pure West Sport. Nicky Hayen, the new manager, and Rob Edwards, the Haverford West chairman, will join us on the show after eight. Also, just some news today from the Bridge Meadow. Haverford West confirming that first team coach Sean Pemberton has stepped down from his role and will leave the club with immediate effect after a decade-long stay with the Bluebirds. The former captain retired from playing at the end of last season and during his time as a Haverford West player, Pemberton achieved promotion to the Welsh Cymru Premier Division on two occasions. Firstly, in the 2014-15 season when the club finished second in the then Welsh Football League Division 1 and again in 2019-20 when a second-place finish saw the Bluebirds promoted over Swansea University who were unable to obtain the Tier 1 licence they they required. Uh, On retiring at the end of the season, he moved into coaching, joining former manager Wayne Jones' backroom staff. He had a guard of honour during his final game uh, for the Bluebirds as well. And most recently, Pemberton and Jazz Richards took interim charge of the team for the games against Barla and Connors Key. A definite Haverford West legend and someone that we actually had on the show uh, when he retired very very passionate about the Bluebirds and did a fantastic job and that news was reported on the Haverford West County website earlier on today and let's continue right now on Pure West Sports with Pembrokeshire Properties here comes Oasis and Wonderwall welcome to our first show of 2022 right here on Pure West Radio Today is gonna be the day that they're gonna throw it back to you By now you should have somehow realized what you gotta do I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now Backbeat, the word is on the street that the fire in your heart is out But you never really had a doubt I don't believe that anybody Feels the way I do About you now And all the roads we have to walk Are winding And all the lights that lead us there Are blinding There are many things that I Would like to say
Properties. That's Oasis and Wonderwall. Really good to have your company this evening on the show. Hope you've had a, a really nice Christmas and New Year. At Pure West Radio, we are getting Pembrokeshire moving again this January. You can join thousands of Pembrokeshire walkers by committing to do 10,000 steps a day this January to raise money for the Megan Starr Foundation, an amazing charity who are available to provide much-needed mental health support, suicide prevention and advice to anyone who needs it. So if you have overindulged over the Christmas period, why don't you just get involved right now by setting a New Year goal to do 10,000 steps every day. £30 per person to get involved. All the details are available on the Pure West Radio Facebook page. And if you see people uh, cramming in those steps maybe uh, down your street or just around the house uh, say well done to them because they're doing it for a brilliant cause uh, producer Tom Dyer who does a great job on the show he does early breakfast here at Pure West Radio and make sure everything works for us on a Monday evening he is doing it and we will be talking to Tom about that during the second hour of the show and as always we've got the videos coming up on the Pure West Radio Facebook page right now though as we continue the show with Pembrokeshire Properties his mid your If I Was on Pure West Radio.
Monday evening and you are very welcome if you are just joining us on Pure West Sport with Pembrokeshire Properties. I'm Ben Stone. After eight, Fraser Watson and Gordon Thomas join me. We will reflect on that chat that Fraser had with Kenny Davis and some of his ideas for restructuring rugby in the county and across West Wales to give sides more to play for towards the back end of the season. Is there a call that we should actually split the leagues and have a cup and a plate? Uh, We shall see. Uh, We'll get Gordon and Fraser's views. We're going to be joined by the Haverford West chairman, uh, Rob Edwards and his new manager, the Belgian Nicky Hayen, played more than 240 times for his home club, St Troyden, and he will talk to us about his coaching philosophy and why he is excited about the chance to become the new manager. It's a left field appointment, but it's an exciting one. Really looking forward to talking football uh, with Nicky Hayen. We've also got the uh, West Wales Cup draw, including an all Wales, um, uh, sorry, an all Pembrokeshire clash in the fourth round of the West Wales Cup. And we'll look at the Ashes as well. Where has it all gone wrong for England over the course of the series so far? 3 0 down and with so many of the coaches missing from this fourth test due to positive COVID cases. Could it get any worse for England? Let's hope not. But Gordon and Fraser will give us their thoughts. And as I say, the video's coming up on the Pure West Radio Facebook page as well. We're here with Pembrokeshire Properties. The latest news coming up after Elton John and Rocket Man. She packed my bags last night, pre-flight. Zero hour, 9 a.m. And I'm gonna be high as a kite by then. I miss the earth so much, I miss my wife. Lonely out in space On such a timeless flight Dear. 
Be a long, long time And I think it's gonna be a long, long time 